Peace and blessings, good people, and welcome to Father Shield, a podcast on fatherhood in 20 today. I am your host, Fleming. And I'm your host, Ms. Vaughn. And today, we've got Ricky from Reflections Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Sir. Okay. I'm so Ricky. We got a... I'm talking about it up here. I'm talking about it up there. <laughs> you know. So. Your fan club, your fan club, making sure you, uh, it's heard. That's all. That's it. That's, that's right. It. That's right. That's right. I'm to Wallace. I'm to Wallace. <laughs> all right. Right. Dean Hood. So, let's jump right into it. How we get here? Like, what? What was the? What was the? Because I know you said you had had a podcast that you was doing before, a project that you was working on before. So tell us a little little bit bit about that. Okay, I'm gonna try to really condense it. But I had an idea for a podcast back in '08. And um, I started a podcast, and, but I never released it. And the idea for, of the podcast started, I was on a cruise with my tribe, and we were going into, um, we were pulling up to port in Grenada. And it just, the thought just came to me like that. And so just moving along, I made a couple episodes and I didn't, I recorded them and I never released them. And so um, I decided, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go ahead on and do this podcast. So I got all the equipment and sat on it. Then um, the pandemic hit. Right before the pandemic, excuse me, I had my tribe, um, my son's mother and a friend of my son's mother uh, decided, you know, let's put out our ideas together and let's go on this, this podcasting journey. I was the only one that was always in. And so... I was ready to go, but my co-hosts were like, no, nah, I don't want to do this, or I got something else going on. And so that stifled my creativity, and I was I was really upset about it. But then um, one day I was talking to, um, I forget whom, but um, my I'll call her my manager, uh, Marcy. She said, you know what, this, this is your idea. You need to go it out and do it alone. Do it scared and do it alone. And then uh, my, my, my co-host decided, I'm going to get back in it with you. So I'm like, cool. Then the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. And so all of the creative forces and all of the ideas just shifted. And so I thought about, I, I did a couple episodes and I was like, let me get back into this. And then one day I was like, you know what? I have a... I, have, I I don't really have a relationship with uh, two of my kids. And so I was thinking, you know what? I can transform my podcast into my open conversation, open letter, because I like to journal. And so I'll put make this journal a podcast with my inner thoughts, how bad my day was, how good my day was was not or how good my day wasn't. Um, just all those thoughts and just turn it into a podcast, right? People make podcasts out of any day. And I wanted something to be, you know, something that was good 
for me and something that I didn't have to put any thought into to try to think that I have to compete or that I have to appeal to the masses. This is for my kids. It, it's appealing to them. I would like people to come on the journey with me and listen and um, be able to feel and express and understand and reflect with me. But again, this is for my kids. So that's how it all started and came about. Okay. Okay. So I got a question. I've, I've been kind of waiting. Um, if you did this, so you started this in 2008 and you recorded some episodes. Why didn't you release those? So here's this Virgo thing. It has to be pretty. It has to be perfect. It has to be lined up properly. I'm telling y'all, it, to me, in the input and everything that I received, it was it was tight. It was like that. It was bomb. But to me, I felt like I'm taping this on my Surface Pro. I couldn't edit. I couldn't. I couldn't get the editing right, and so I was leaving certain things in. I feel you on the fact of like you know perfection and, and and wanting it to be a certain way. We definitely dealt with that like early on. It was a uh, okay. Like when I came, because mine, you know, and it's funny how like I, I love how you find you said like you know you was on this trip right, and it just it just hits you right. It just came. It just came to you when literally. Yeah. It was the same thing for me with Father Should, and I still held on to it like for a while because I wasn't sure. And then, yeah, went on ahead and made that choice, and boom, here we are. So, yeah. The irony of this, I'm not biting off this story, I promise you. But the idea of reflections, we were going into port, into Grenada, and we thought it was a beautiful, beautiful island. You could smell the nutmeg from five nautical miles. That's how insane it was. Right. But we thought, we were like, I wonder what our ancestors felt on those ships coming in here. That is why we would not do a cruise, just because I'm like, mm, my my ancestors, that's how they came over here. I just feel some type of way be going on the cruise. I feel like, you know, I just can't do that to y'all. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, I felt that way going into Grenada. I felt that way going into Honduras. It was just something spiritual about those places. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, something very spiritual about those places. I mean, you do know why but, that is that way. Though. I mean, okay. I know now, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But in that moment, I was like, what is going on? And so I thought about, you know, in my mind as best as I could, trying to think about they were experiencing in there and, and that whole thing. But I went back to, I started feeling nostalgic and I started thinking about my childhood and growing up, how things were perceived as a child and how I look at those things now. So the, the podcast Reflections was a play on the words reflecting. And so that all came together in Grenada. So what made you just go ahead and go? Co-host was not really down for it. So if your co-host wasn't down, you didn't let that stop. That's what I'm saying. I really, you know, I applaud you for that. That was fantastic. Thank you. I don't know. It just, the spirit just moved me and said, this is your vision. You've been sitting on this for 10 plus years. Rock with it. Go ahead and do it. And if it falls, it falls. If it it flies, it flies. But, you know, your voice, your passion, get it out there. And so that's what I did. I'm a big journal person. And one of, like, kind of the things I always love 
when you said it earlier, I was like, oh, she yeah. she gonna tap into that. Yeah, yeah that, I was like, that's my thing. Like, I I am. Um, I mean, I know that technology, and you know, you could just type it, but it's just. Um, it's so funny about um, in The Best Man when uh, Tay Diggs' character, Harper, he was like, it's something about putting a pen to the pad, which is so true. Like, it is something about putting that pen to the pad, understanding my thoughts, and especially, you know, when you get to just rambling, and yeah. I you know words be misspelled, everything, but it is just, I don't care. That is always my best way to express. So, I'm sorry for that tangent, no. but I absolutely love the idea that you're making this a, a video slash voice diary of just you and what your and your thoughts. Is this is this focused on just the the kids you do not have the relationship with, or is this just a overall? Hey, this is how dad is thinking. This is how dad is feeling. This is how dad is processing life. So, so that um, none of my kids feel slighted, but I'll okay. be frank and honest. This was initially was for the two that I've had so much um, strife in building a relationship with, okay. and I I used to always write to them, but okay. I would never send I would never send the letter. I would always write to really? them, but I would in never a different world, really. Yeah, I would never let. I like you. I like you are you. really Willie in a different world. But go ahead. <laughs> I would never. I would never. I would never send it to him. And so, um, and by with my oldest son, my eldest, he's experiencing a lot of the things that I'm experiencing. And so, to to actually sit and have a conversation with him, he's a Virgo too. And so, I know how that Virgo thing works. And so. I know to hear my story, and he is my biggest. He is my biggest fan, and I really love him, and I appreciate him for that. But I want all of my kids to get it from him, all the way down to the baby. So when you know when I expire, or even you know when he gets a little older, and he wants to hear some of my experiences, because I don't want to tell him all. Here, listen to this podcast, you know, and I'm keeping all of my podcasts. Right. You know, for me, unfiltered, unedited. Do your do your kids listen to it now, or are you just this is something that you are like? I don't want to say stockpiling, but or is this like an ongoing process where? I mean, you are the person who was writing letters and not sending them, so I can't really ask you: Are you recording and then sending it? Because I know their answers already know. But <laughs> no, that's not that's not necessarily true. With the really? writing, see, with the writing, my handwriting is terrible. And I hate to have people ask me, what's this and what's that and what's this <laughs> and what's that? So that's why I never sent the letters, to be honest, into a full transparency. Okay. Yeah, all you have to do is read the full sentence and then you'll understand what somebody is saying. Like, just read the whole thing and then, uh, is that bad? Is that I write like a kindergartner. Uh, two stories. So oh. I had an accident. I had an accident uh, with my right eye. I was blind in my right eye for a couple months, and during that time period was the critical time period of developing penmanship, and I missed out on all of that. So that I think that has a lot to do with my handwriting, mm-hmm. and I never really tried to give it a good go. To be honest, like, like I said, my eldest, right, my biggest fan. He rocks with it. He listens to it, and then he works the late shift, so he calls me, "Pop, 
um, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, thank you. I really appreciate you, man. Thank you. And then I think about the things that he says, and then I move forward in my episodes, and I incorporate some of the things that he said. He's a Virgo, so, you know, I got to rock with him. Right, right, right. Which is crazy because my my son's a Virgo. Wow. That dynamic is special. Like, seriously, you know, and then just he upstairs right now. So, you know. To be honest, I want my two, my middle babies to um, to hear because I to grow a lot. I had to learn a lot. And I want them to know that the things that you don't know and the things that, you know, God forbid you, well, I hope you find out, but if you don't, you know, um, Here's this podcast. It explains a lot. Right. And you'll be able to get a lot from it. Yeah. So. Man, look, I, I I love I am loving, loving, loving the concept, man. Like that, like dead ass. It's just so um, you know, my dad passed in twenty sixteen and there's so many things that that I wish that we like we talked about a lot toward like the the latter aspect aspect of things you know and there were so many things that I know that we still could have covered um I'm in the process now I actually have a which is crazy uh, I was going through um some some things the other day and so I have this I have a VHS cassette <laughs> And I gotta get it transferred over into digital, because on that, on that, wow, yeah, like on that is uh, a video, and we went down to uh, visit uh, Louisiana. My great grandmother's on it, my grandmother's on it, and my dad is on it. And I think that's I, I don't know if my uncle Ricky is on it or not. He may or may not be, but like it's just like when I thought about it, when I came across, I was like, shit, I gotta, I gotta get this, I gotta get this taken care of. And you do, yeah, like, like I do. You, you yeah. yeah, with the heart rate. right? No, seriously, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. Yeah, no, that's like so dope. Like, right, right. But it's like you know when you look back at it, like you know those are those. It's like we we live in this time now where I think I think now, although a lot of times in conversation we'd be like, man, look here. I know when we was coming up, man, we had to have what we got now. Like we'd all probably be locked up. But at the right. same, right. at, absolutely, uh, <laughs> right. Like, but at the same time, it's like now is is I think it makes it makes me especially more cognizant of the factor of capturing the importance of capturing these moments you know and and that is like you know like we we planning a trip to head down to um you know mississippi to go see my grandfather he's 92 and i'm like i look i'm recording the whole thing you know from finish you know um just because i want to be able to 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 have that you know i want to be right. have that and 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 be able to tell when the time comes, I ain't pushing for it in no time soon. But when my grandchildren come around, like, you know, I want to be able to hand that off, you know, because it's going to be somebody. Right. And there's always that some like there's always that 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 one kid that just definitely gravitates toward one. Yeah. Wanting to be the history keeper, you know, for. for, for right. The, yeah. Right. That, that was me. Right, you know, so it's like so now it's like okay, I'm I am 
you know, my 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 one cousin is more so the one who definitely maintains the relationships. But as far as like, you know, really making it a point to try to document everything, it's like that's really in the forefront of my mind these days. So I'm like, OK, I got to, you know, are, are we ever are we ever going to do a family reunion? Like, you know, I got to bounce down to that and go be the eyes on so. You know, the, I mean, but even when you say that it is, I'm more cognizant, like, okay, yes, a family reunion and stuff like that. But sometimes you don't even need that. Like you just take, you know, a family reunion sometimes is when you get there, everybody just end up showing up. Like, yeah. so it's just like, especially if you let them know in advance, all of a sudden everybody going coming to the house on Friday for a fish fry. Right. Like, it's a whole right. lot going on. Right. And you know what? Okay. And now, and now like, I'm thinking about it. You bring like, the reunion. Yeah, and now that I'm right. thinking about right. it, like I think I'm just gonna, I think I'm gonna check with some of the 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 head. I, I call it the heads of the cousins. You know, um, <laughs> I'll just check with the heads of the family. Heads of the cousins' family. I think I'm gonna just check, check with the. I mean, because honestly, like like we have, it's tons of us as far as having that connectivity and really taking this time now to really reestablish that we we definitely need to need to do that so yeah i think i'm gonna make mental note of that i'm putting digital pin that's not a digital first pen. of all yeah. that's not no, a real that's not gonna work that's, that's, i'm gonna that's need you to get a pad that's not appropriate. y'all journal how y'all journal i'm going journal how i journal thank you see so yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, now. Get with it. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I just feel like, especially during this pandemic, time is precious. It literally, and I, I swear, I, I think the older I'm getting, the more I realize that it really does in the fleet everything can change and because everything can change so much, it's just, I, you don't need no reason to do something like the fact that you're doing this for your kids. That is your main objective for that. It's just, I I love my dad. I love my dad to death. He is the only person who, he still writes me letters. Like he'll send me a letter. I'm probably going to get one. I'm probably going to get a card or something from him. And he's going to be like, hey, Bonnie, it's me, your dad. Like he, you know, like he's talking to me. Be like, I love you. I miss you. And I literally, I keep every card. I still love that. I still love getting cards or like a handwritten letter. True enough, anybody can write an email, but something handwritten and you know to hear like I love looking at videos and like hearing my aunt's voice like just to hear uh, voices and the you know the cackling of laughs and I didn't appreciate it before but then when you get older and you realize like you have to document um especially if you're not a person who can understand or not understand but the expression of yourself. Like this is another form of self-expression. Yeah. Even though you you don't like your voice and your penmanship is horrible, blah, 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 blah. But you're giving of yourself in such a personal way that is just amazing. And I love it. So like what has been your topics? What have you been discussing with the kids on the podcast? Okay, well, since I decided to take the seismic shift from, you know, the, I'll say the fluff and the bullshit with the, with reflections originally, Mm -hmm. um, I decided to first start talking about my experience with COVID and being um, a person that deals with anxiety and panic attacks. So I started expressing that to my kids. Um, I know my middle son, 
we we bite our nails and my middle son like i used to at his age i used to bite my nails down to the where they bled and that's something that he does and that's because you know he has that nervous energy my mom used to tell me when i was young you have a nervous stomach can't let things bother you so one episode i talked about you know the angst of dealing with this new reality of covid and so the very last episode that i did i was talking about the gifts that I inherited from my mom and my dad. My mom is a, a singer and a dancer, and my dad um, is a DJ. And so that's my love for music all around. I come from, you know, New Orleans, one of the prime pioneer cities of music. And so um, I wanted them to understand where they get their gifts because I now know where I get my gifts. And so those are the little nuances that and the little things that I'm leaving for them so that they can hear and they can know and they can understand. And so as the episodes evolve, I'm going to shed more layers. And like I, sp- I stated in the episode, this is a, a huge onion and I'm just peeling the layers and mm-hmm. I want them to get every piece and understand mm-hmm. every part of me so that they can understand every part of themselves. I love it. Like, oh my gosh. So... <laughs> So I'm going to circle back to these letters. My dad was the, he was a writer. He was the, I mean, not professional, but he'll, even when this technology came, like he would definitely click with you two as far as putting that pen to paper, tons of, tons mm-hmm. of loosely. Letters, notes ads, everywhere. Everywhere, you know, and, you know, and it wasn't, honestly, it wasn't until, afterward right and i think it was actually last our, our first season that that we did and ron and i were having a conversation and, and like literally that that light bulb hit me and i said you know it wasn't until then that i really had to come to a level of appreciating the time and the effort mm-hmm. energy and mm-hmm. go to writing it right mm-hmm. because literally you're putting your thoughts down right mm-hmm. and 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 if you and and as a virgo right like when that brain is constantly it's you cannot you cannot shut it down and it's just like yo like okay so for me it's like I'll go through a sentence in my head and be like, yeah, da, 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 and halfway through that sentence, I forgot what the what the end was supposed to be. Hence the reason why it is that I definitely like record more. I'll do like a voice recording because my because it's like, okay, as I was thinking about that, I now my brain is switched to something else. I'm like, damn, I was supposed to do X, Y, and Z. Shit, what was that thought? Like, you know, so so that is <laughs> that is, for me, that's just literally how my brain goes. Um, but I, I think that if you haven't sent those off right and if you haven't I think you should like I think you should I really think it doesn't should. matter and like mm-hmm. and, and the thing and here's the thing about it I think that you should I think you can take that and turn it into its own episode that literally just addresses mm-hmm. that you know what I'm saying? And so like, like you, I'm just saying like, bro, it's the marketing hat too. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, but that, <laughs> that right there it is, you, Virgo. but that is because, because again, those realize like I've got a, I've got a few journals back from way back in the day from when I used to write and, you know, write music and all that good stuff. And every now and again, I'll go back and look at it. 
looking at that moment, right? So whenever you wrote that letter, like that was you in that moment, you know? That and, moment in time you were and in, in that, right. during that letter. And so, and so in the course of that, it, right, you know what I'm saying? So in the course of this journey, in, in that true transparency with your children, it's a letter to your children. Mm-hmm. And go back and read them letters, man. Go back and read them letters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, like make that a make that like a a, a specialty, I don't know, a birthday something, something around a hundred. <laughs> go back and read them letters, man. Like, seriously. Let me tell you let me tell you something. That's that's trauma that I don't want to relive. But okay. all, all those aside, no, seriously, that's trauma. No, I got I it. I don't want to relive, but I, yeah. I will because half of the writing that I did it there was no feeling behind it it was as a father kids don't realize sometimes you know fathers love get minimized and lost in the shuffle but i wake up to the thought of my two my two kids all the time like i wonder what they're doing wonder how they're feeling um i wonder if they know you know how i feel and how much i love them and i'm saying all that to say like my mom, she didn't realize it back then, but she told me something that stuck with me. My mom was like, you know, you're a sensitive kid and you feel for the world. And why she said that is because we was watching Saint, the, the late night St. Jude for the kids. And I was like, mom, we need to give, it's just a dollar, you know, we could give them to help the kids. And my mom was like, you have a big heart, but who's going to help us? Right. So she didn't realize the impact of this. But my mom went to Can Can B back in New Orleans. Back in the day, we had Can B. My mom went to Can B, and she bought me a black and white composition notebook, 1987. 1986, right after I had the uh, eye surgery. Mm-hmm. 87, excuse me. She bought me the composition notebook. And I started journaling then and writing then, mm. writing then. And I'm saying all this to say I had composition notebooks out the wazoo, out the ass. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Hurricane Katrina. She ate every one of those. And I no. wish I prayed, like, I wish I could see all those things. Let me tell you how much of a nerd I was. So into music, I used to do my own video soul countdown. Then, like, if my brothers made me mad, I would write what they said to me. How they made me mad. And if my sister said something crazy, I would write that down. And then if my mom made me do something I didn't want to do, I wrote that down. I wish I could just go back and get all of that. Right, so, right. I, okay, no, no, no. The last time I went home, I think I found my diary from high, and I was just like, "My God, I was so <laughs> oh Jesus!" Just my younger self, just to realize how angry I was. Like I was, I was so mad. I was just angry at the world. <laughs> And to say, like, you know, I, I have so many letters, like, in my diary where I'm literally running away. Like, mm. literally, I'm like, I'm packing a bag and I'm leaving. Mm. I'm going yeah. to the, uh, and my whole thing was always going to the fire station. I never understood that. Like, I don't know what my exception was. I'm like, I'm going to the fire station. Like, I'm going to the fire station. Mm-hmm. I'm going to live at the fire station. It doesn't matter. That's what I'm going. Like, who runs away to the fire station? <laughs> like, I'm gonna need to, you know, I'm gonna have to talk to my therapist about that because that's a little weird. Like, I don't know. No, it is. It is. A fire station is a safe haven. But to your point earlier on on that trauma, right? Because we we like like the reality we all got it, right? We all we got we all got those got those areas in our lives that we don't really wanna revisit. 
but at the, mm. but at the same time, mm. it's it, it's it's woven into the fabric of who you are. That that trauma is is as crazy as it was. Trust me, I and I, I totally I totally get it. Totally totally, bro. When I tell you, there's so many like like there's so many connections between you and I just in this in in this moment, right? As far as life experiences and, and things that, that 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 we have in common. So many similarities. Like like I that trauma is what made me sit there and take the time to apologize to my son. Because the reality was was that was that this this situation, this co-parenting situation that we're in, you know, is because I made a choice. And, and right. I, you know, right. and it was one of those things where it's like, okay, I'm not, I can't, I'm not putting it on nobody. Like I'm, it's not, it's not nobody's fault. You know, it's not no one's. It's not anyone. It's right. not, and it's not even my fault. It's it's just, but it was a choice in which it is that I thought. In that moment, at that time, was the best option to make, only to get to here and not right. necessarily know what tomorrow may bring. Because I, I had in my head this this idea, right? This 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 illusion of what right. it was, what how it could be, and the fact that it didn't evolve into that, right? And everything of going through, or it didn't look like that at that particular moment. I mean, I mean, and, and even and even now, like it's like I tell people all the time. I said, look, my co-parenting situation is far from what it is that I wish that it was, but it's surely not as bad as it could be. But there were definitely those those moments where, you know, to to your earlier point, yeah, there's been those. There's been those. There are very few people that have seen me cry over the situation. There are very few people that that, that have witnessed my my thoughts around the factor of of how it was to be in court that day. There are very few. There, there's literally no one. Uh, out, there's uh, no. You know what I'm saying? Like there's nobody outside of my lawyer that can sit there and tell you my thoughts. Like like my mother doesn't even even know. Like like my ex wife doesn't even know. You know what I'm saying? As in to to and. And, and we were and we were dating at the time of me going through that. But just simply like there's something to be said about when you have to walk into a court and it's just you. It's just you, you know. It's Dude, just you. It's just that was you. No, that's the worst like, thing in the world, it, bruh, Like, tell me, like, bro, it is so, and and no, and nobody gets it. It's like, it's like, it's like you think, you think, you think we here just, just, just because we want to be here. Like, no, I don't, I don't want to be here. I don't. I really I don't want to be here. Right. I really I don't want to be here. I really wish we could have done this different. Yeah, you know what? Right now I want to I want to yell at you, you know. Right now I want to hug you. Right now I want to see my child. Right now everything it's like everything in which it is that I'm doing and the, and, the, and the steps that, that that are being taken are to make sure that the relationship between me and my child or our child, let me be politically correct. The relationship between me and our child is on an equal field just as much as you as the mom. Right. Right. It, it is it is it is not and should not ever be a lopsided thing when it is that you have both people that are trying to be actively present in the life of the child. So I totally understand. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I totally understand probably where 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 you may have been at emotionally in those moments, but it but but at the same time at the same time, 
when the time is right, and and that's and that's what what it is. When the time right. is right, that's the level of transparency that our children deserve. Because they because they they don't need to know. Not about, only that, uh, that's what that's what they need. Yeah, that's at, because you have to think about, especially you as a kid, like how many times you wish your parents were a little bit more transparent with you and talking with you. How how much more understanding you would be, especially to them, because you know sometimes you're in this rocky relationship, and it's just because you feel like they're withholding just some information from you. Yeah, they could be protecting you, but because you're giving me this block and because I I know, because I know you're my parent, you're hiding something right. from me. Like, show me you. Right. Like, if you want me to show you me, show me you. Like, it's, you know, it's a, you know, Fleming always talks about the whole reciprocity thing. That's a real thing. And especially in a parent as a child, like, yes, I am a parent. I am to lead and to nurture you to be a better person. But also being a person, I need to I need to show you that vulnerability is okay. Transparency is okay. And not only is this okay, but it is needed. And not only should you require that from yourself, but anybody who's around you, anybody who, especially you invest in, they need they need to give that to you. And I feel like, I think that's one of the things that we're missing. Like, yeah. big time. Big time. Big time. But, but you know something? Um, um, speaking about my kids, and uh, they're not kids anymore. They're adults. And so, um, I have, I, like I said, I only have my two-year-old, but my, my adult children, my middle babies, as I as I call them. Um, my daughter, we have a special bond. She's so much like me; it's, it's ridiculous. But she's a Libra. But I love her none the same, nonetheless. <laughs> nonetheless. But she turned seventeen. I took her down to the Riverwalk in New Orleans, and I said, "But before we had the meet, I told her, I said." This meeting that we're going to have next month is going to be your day that you can ask me any question yes. you want. You can say whatever you feel. I want you, I say, you know your dad as a writer. And I said, you to take the time. And you're a writer too, because my daughter is very creative. I said, I want you to take the time to sit and write everything you've ever thought. Mean, happy, nasty, whatever you have, whatever you need to get off your chest that will be the time for you to do it. I said, now, no pressure. If you don't want to do it, that's fine. But I'm letting you know that you can say whatever you want to say. I'm giving you the opportunity that was afforded to me when I was going off to the military. My mom and dad sat with my grandmother and gave me that opportunity. But I said, this is your 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 time. So I sent my daughter down. We talked. She didn't have any questions. I guess she was afraid. I said, you know what? It's okay. I said, I'm going to be as transparent with you as I possibly can. And I ran it down to her from A to Z. I said, you know, when you were born, your brother was born the year before you. So at that time, I was 20. I didn't have a clue as to what was going on and what going and the things and the decisions that I was making. And so, you know, I, I gave her the raw, uncut truth about being a, a parent that my parents didn't give me. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, this didn't come with instructions. You know, mm-hmm. I had a lot of right. I had a lot of people that I could have pulled from and looked to the television and say, I wanna emulate that and morph into that. But then those situ- those real life situations kicked in and all that training went out the window. Mm-hmm. So my irresponsible choices and decisions that ended up with your mom and I 
divorce it. It wasn't your mom's fault. It was my fault. Mm. You know, that was my bad. The things that I did, it's not your fault. It's not her fault. And I wanted her to know. I wanted her to, to, to understand that, you know, I made some decisions and in life when you do bad things or when you make decisions that aren't the greatest, you have to suffer the consequences. Now, I'm not saying that because I made some bad choices that I should have paid for, you know, not having a, a real relationship with my daughter for the extent of her life. But I mean, up until that point, but you know, it's those things that you have to suffer and deal with the consequences and you have to fight and fight and fight. And with that situation, I had to fight and fight. I had to fight with her mom. I had to fight with the courts. I had to fight with myself. You know, I had to fight the main, the biggest fight of it all was the fight internally within me because I had to make the to choose to be a father and choose to rectify and choose to fall on my sword and choose to humble, be humbled and choose to, you know, make amends. And that was the greatest fight, you know. So all of those other exterior things, the court and all that, want, 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 fight was within me. So, you know. Yeah. Now, you know. Ooh, that, yeah, that is, you know, self self reflection, man. And I, you know, and definitely uh, the title of your show, awesome title. You know, I'm gonna give you that. You know, cool prop, props to you on that. On that. Um, we have to. Be, we, we have to be honest with ourselves. And I tell people all the time, like I have to, I have no choice but to be brutally honest with me, because it's the only way that I can truly be honest with you. <laughs> so it's like you know, so if I'm not feeling something, it may hurt your feelings, you know. Like, like I, right. and I tell people, like, look, you may not like how I deliver it, but please understand that what I'm delivering is the honest to God truth from me, you know, now take with it as you will, which whatever you go, right. you know, you, may right. decide, you know, you may decide me like, you know what? Fuck, fuck him. Like, I'm not sorry. Hey, you know, I, okay. I will accept that. That's, what it is, you know, what it is, but right, you know, but no, I I definitely, um, I am blessed and humbled by this conversation today, you know, and I am definitely glad that we, we got a chance to, to, to chop it up and had, and had this conversation like legit. Absolutely. I felt a warm and gooey inside. I'm gonna call my daddy. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, so like, like given given everything that you've gone through that has gotten you to this point, what would be your what would be your piece of advice to somebody out there that might be in the same situation or have gone through and maybe not gotten to this point? What would you tell them? Okay, uh, I'm gonna speak to my Virgo self. Okay. Uh, don't be so hard on your. Don't be so hard on yourself. Mm. Um, a lot of people. You should say that not, again, because yeah, I feel like no. I need. I feel like you need to hear that again to yeah. yourself. Yeah. Don't be so hard on yourself, Ricky. Don't be so hard on yourself. A lot of people don't get you. Don't understand your plight. Don't understand your rhyme to reason, but it's your discernment. And you're doing what you're doing because it's, it's best for you. Um, you keep fighting. You keep you keep getting kicked in the butt. You get 
understand that pretty shit. You get you keep getting kicked in your ass because the ultimate payoff and the ultimate goal is to have your son, your daughter, your kids, your 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 seed know you as dad and feel as dad and know that love come comes from dad and dad is love. So stay the course and if you have to take a break, take the break. Feel all of those feelings. Feel all of those emotions. Cry and cry often. 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 Repeat, repeat, repeat. Because it's going to help you. It's therapeutic. It's going to motivate you. It's going to sustain you. And it's going to enrich you. And it's going to nourish you. And it's going to give you all the things that you need. Because guess what? Your kids are going to need you. They may not feel it today, but they are going to need you, and you will have to be your best self to deal with that. That's the advice. Love it. Well, my drop on that, sir. Right. Good Lord. Mom, where's mm. your boy? Mm-hmm. Come back to me. Just come back. Really? I got a question I, for both of y'all. I got a question I, I for y'all. I gotta get my. I gotta okay. get myself together soon. All right, what's, come back. What's your question? Come back. What's your question? <laughs> So, being that, you know, we all are writers in various forms, you know, shout out to Slimmer who like to do everything by the Apple pen and the technology. Hello. um, (laughs) I've learned in my my 40-year reflective self and these thoughts that always come to me that my creative, I call it the golden time of day. The golden time of day for Mm. me is midnight. That's when the thoughts are just like, yo, be obedient to these thoughts, write them down, put it on a voice recorder, write them down, put them on a voice recorder. What is your, both of you, Ms. Vaughn and Fleming, what is your golden time of the day? What is your, I have to be obedient to these thoughts. I have to be obedient to this idea. I have to be obedient to my mind and this writing. Go ahead. I have gotten to the point where However I'm feeling, wherever I'm at, I'll just, if I get a thought, I just have to write it down. Like, you know, sometimes it is early in the morning. Sometimes it is during a meeting. Sometimes it's late at night. Whenever it is, I have to, like, I have pen and paper. I have it all over my house, but then I also have it in my car. When I travel, I I have to put it in my bag. Like, it is, it is one of the, it's almost as, like my toothbrush, um, you know, I had my bag stolen out of my car and my journal was in it. And the only thing I literally wanted was my journal. Like it had all this other stuff, but I wanted my journal. Um, but lately I've noticed that probably like 4 a.m. is when okay. it hits me. So if I had to go with a particular time, it would be like 4 a.m. That's a very interesting question. I've never heard that before, but thanks. <laughs> This is my thing. This is how I look at it, y'all. God whispers to you during your busy times. When you're sitting there and you're in that meeting and you're in the shower and you're in the bathroom and you somebody's tugging at your leg and you've got so many things going on, you take that time and God is whispering to you. And those those times when you grab, like me, I grab stickets and I put it up and I write it and I write it. But the golden time of the day is when you're silent. And God is talking to you and you can't hear nothing else. You have nothing going on with you. God is talking to you. That's the time when you have to be your most obedient. And that's why I call it the golden hour. Mr. Mm. 
Well, bro, we're gonna have so many conversations outside, outside of this. Please understand, you know. Uh, uh you know, as as you were saying it, I, I thought back to when I was younger. Um, so I've always been I, I've been an artist since day one, since I could put put a pen or pencil to paper. First thing I started off drawing was Garfield. I specifically remember being at restaurants and, you know, the drink would come and I'd tear the paper off my straw and literally I'd get, I would literally do doodles or drawings on the wrapper, the straw wrapper. I appreciate the question. It's definitely a thought-provoking question. Um, as Vaughn was was giving hers, I would say that uh, mine is, mine is, 24-7, 365. 366 in the leap year. As a creative, as a creative brain. You kill me with this whole leap year thing. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like it's never it's never a time where I'm not thinking. Even when even when I'm in the midst of something. I mean, I've been I've I've been at parties, bro. Like I've been at parties and literally have had those moments where it's just like Shoot. Okay, let me let me jot that down, or let me go over here and put it into the phone. If I had to, if I had to pick an actual time, though, um, then I would say it's in the wee hours. Um, and Vaughn gets on me about it. My mother has gotten on me about it. My son has made comment about it. Um, oh wow. Yeah, but it's literally from and they, you know, and the crazy thing is they 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 view it as like you know like you're burning the candle on both ends like, like okay sir hold on, hold on no hold on I'm not saying that I'm not tired I'm not saying that I'm not tired but it's it's a when you have when you have something that's in here and it's just like you know it's it's this. It's it's gotta come out like it's it's got it is it is it's it's hitting at the door. It's like okay, hey, because I've done because throughout the course of my day, I've done everything else for everybody else. You know. There you go, bro. There you go, bro. So so now I'm at that song. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm at this time where I can do for me, and you know, there's it's like. It's like, yo, yeah, I'm exhausted. Yeah, I'm tired. My son has come down here literally and I've been I have been I have fallen asleep with the laptop in my lap. Knocked out. Dad, you alright? And I'm pop over like, whew, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Hey, can you bring me some water? Yeah. And it's right back to what I was doing. And that time and that moment of time has been literally from like probably about ten o'clock at night to sometimes three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. And and it's just literally just to to get everything out you know like i like i, I understand huge tupac fan right but tupac. you know what i'm saying but there's that there's that work ethic right there's that there's that work ethic that it's like it's like i'm not saying that i'm not saying it as if i feel like god gonna call me home sometime soon but i don't know when that time is and there's so much, there's so much that's in here to where I'm just like, like, look here, you know. Again, when we talk about things that we've gone through, right? There are times where I sit here and I'd be like, okay, <laughs> Lord, you, you, you must got something planned for me, and I'm just now getting to it. 
you know, because it's it's starting to come like more and more and more, and I'm just like, okay, I get, I hear you, I'm 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 on it, I'm doing it, like, and I just got to get it out. I feel you. I feel you on that. I yeah. feel like now that I'm older, God is moving me and moving me and moving me and moving me, and um, I was being um disrespectful with it by not adhering to the call that I like to say and speaking with you and talking to you it was a divine order and divine intervention why it took place because fatherhood is something that has been the issue and the plight of the father has been something that has been on my mind for the past when did I go to that last court battle? <laughs> for the past four years. <laughs> right. <laughs> for the past four years. And so I just feel that it's, it's, some, it's a movement that there's all these movements going on. There's all of these things that's going on. Right. But right. when is the movement for the father? I'm not trying to take anything away from a mother. I'm not trying to take anything away from our beautiful women, our beautiful black queens. I'm not trying to take anything away from anyone. But right. it's high time for the fathers, the black men, to to get their just due and to get a little grace and to get a little get get something because we put so much into this and we don't get our due and so but then the part of me was like Ricky you can't step out there because do you want those skeletons to pop out do you want do you want to expose yourself to this or that and I was like you know what and that was the whole issue of me moving forward but now I feel like you know what my mistake will be somebody else's cautionary tale so that they don't follow that path that I say. Absolutely. So Absolutely. No, no, no shame in that. No shame in none of that. My story is my story. And right. it'll help. And, and that, you know, and, and to that, right? Because even even with with and again, going through that same thought process of starting this. I specifically called my son's mother and I was just like, hey, real quick, we just need to chat one one good time. She was like, okay, what's up? And I had to tell her about it. I said, now, I have no intentions on naming you. There will never ever, and we say all the time, you know, this we don't come on here to bash. It's not to bash anyone. You know, I'm not I'm not bashing mothers. I'm definitely not bashing fathers. I'm giving you a perspective from my point of view. You know, could could some of it be be disputed? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because that would be that person's experience with me in that situation. So then that would exactly in their point of view, you know, but I had to think about again, you know, hip hop head. I had to take the Eminem route. I'm going to I'm going to sit here and tell you my narrative before you get a chance to. Right. I'm going to sit here and tell you what it is or the parts that I played. I don't have a problem with with being transparent of the fact that like, okay, yeah, on this particular day, yeah, you know what? I'm 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 I messed up, messed up. Like when we had that conversation in, in, in Clubhouse and I was just like, the reality is that, yeah, I was at war. I was at war. I ain't want to be. That's what it was, you know. So, so if I'm at war, please understand that there's a mindset that comes with being able to to handle that situation, which means that it puts me, and I'm sure that it's probably put a to put tons of others in 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 a, in a in a position to where it was like, you know, we had to show an ugly side. The biggest thing that I that I'll never forget 
because, you know, I'm an only child, so I grew up between my parents. I appreciated that transparency between from them to, to me, and we talked about just pretty much anything and everything. And before my father and I got really good as far as our communication, I remember my mom telling me that during their divorce, he made a comment. Said, you know, and she said, she said, well, no, she said, and she told me, she said, your father actually talked himself out of joint custody because he made a comment during court and he said, well, if I get him, you never see him again. Oh. And that was his comment, right? Mm-hmm. So now I got this information from mom, right? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, you were done. Yeah, so, you were done, dude. You know, yeah. And so, when the time came and he and I had this conversation and I was like, bro, like, dad, like, okay. You know, and I called him old dude, you know, I was like, Hey, old dude, real quick though. Like, <laughs> really? That's how you felt? Yeah. Really? Old dude, that, was, that was my dude, you know? And I was like, so did you really say, and he was just, and he looked at me and stuff and took, took, a, took a sip of his drink and looked and he was like, yeah, I did. I did. I was like, the fuck was you thinking you know because he was sitting there like i mean like he was literally telling me he was he was congratulating me on the fact of going the distance with my custody case right and he was pretty much as a dad expressing that how proud he was of me to have fought my fight to get what it is that i got and I, and I appreciated that. And then, and, and, you know, but I wanted to understand and it would, cause he asked me, he said, he said, how'd you, how'd you do it? I said, honestly, he said, I had to think of what was in the best interest of, 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 from, from an equality standpoint. I was like, that's his mom. He deserves to be with his mom. You know, I'm not right. sure. but I also deserve my time too. And, and exactly. And I said, but, exactly. But, right. But I'm like, but I don't want for anyone to sit here and tell me or make it seem as if my time with my son is, is, is lesser than. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. I was like, you know, I said, and, and to be honest with you, I was like, you know, I said, I had that story that, that, that mom's told me about you, you fucking up in court. I said, and I didn't want to do that. <laughs> I said, like, I didn't, I didn't want to. Nope. Yourself. Right, you know, and right. so do what dad did. And I told him, I said, but I understand, I understand where frustration and anger can take you. Mm-hmm. I said because mm-hmm. it wasn't that I said it wasn't that you made the statement because that's really how you felt. I said you made the statement because you were angry, you were probably hurt, you were mad, frustrated, you know, that all of this was going on, you know what I'm saying? And for the most part it was just like it, it wasn't it just wasn't working out in, 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 in your benefit. Right. I said and, and in that moment, like, you know, I said in that moment, yeah, you you slipped. You know, you slipped. And you yeah. said, you know, you you express how it was that you really felt, and, in yeah. a, and they it, took you literally. It, right, all right. And in a court situation, that's where that's where they hope to get you. That's where they hope to get you. Like that's the re, like that's the harsh reality of the situation. Like they they purposely will poke at you in order to get you to break. Right. You know. Yeah. So so so, so for me, it's like I don't I don't ever want. Think about it from from a standpoint. Someone who is someone who's poking at you, like like someone who has access to your console to push mm-hmm. the buttons, right? Yeah. I don't ever want to give a motherfucker that type of that type of power. Ever. 
and that's and that's what my brain stays. So so it's like so when we having these conversations, I, like my father taught me how to play chess when I was eight years old. You know, so for me, I approach it the same way. Like mm-mm. I'm I'm looking to see where you about to make make your moves at play because I'm not. Mm-mm. It's poker face. It's mm-hmm. poker face. You go go ahead move move your pawn. Oh, okay, you didn't move your knight up over there. All right, well look, I'm about to shift this rook over here and then I'm about to hit you with this bishop. Please understand, it's about to be. <laughs> It's about to be a complete game over. Right. Like, it's about to be some complete strategizing here because that's just what's required. So, um, but yeah, that's, that is, you know, I I would say uh, in in the grand scheme of things, that that would be my comment for for, for the evening. Like, you know, just be cautious, protect. If, If you're in a, if you're in a situation, be it conversation with 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 your, with your kids, mom, or whatever the case is for anybody, err on the side of caution or not letting your emotions get the best of you. Cry later to what you said earlier, right? You know, be okay, be okay with the emotions. But if you are in a situation where it is that those emotions can possibly be used against you in the in in in, in that moment, definitely err on suppressing that and then deal with those emotions later on when it's just you and the wall or you and your therapist or you and your you know you you and your pastor or whatever yeah so that, that's that person that you hold that holds you down and it, yeah and, and, and dear to you exactly you know, Thank you for listening to our show. Make sure you visit our website at fathershould.org. Follow us at Fathershould Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and at Fathershould underscore PC on Twitter. 